if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds and sip no serve. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Yeah, it I finally happened. Me. I saw it. We did it. Can we play it one more time? I want to play it one more time. You want it one more time? One more time. One more time. If I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no serve. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Tyler's Howard's a smiley It's so nice. Uh, look at all our <laughs> smiley faces. We look so nice. happy. Oh, nice. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. that. Um, that of, I'm officially on now. Yeah, it's official, 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 official now. There we go. <laughs> Yay. Oh. So, yes, for those who are wondering, Val is now officially in the intro. Let's go. Let's yes, go. So if there's nothing more official than that, I don't know what is. But, um, yeah, that, that took, I mean... That took a few uh, hours of shifting through footage of what was going to be the perfect footage and then the perfect spot. I was like, that's it. This that is was it. nicely done. Nicely done. Good stuff, dude. Cool. Thank you. One of us. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot at the table now. I'm at the lunch table now. Yes. That's right. So do, do we want to get into announcements and then jump into this? Because yeah. we have a nice long episode yeah. tonight. Oh, before we jump into announcements, Val, did your, did your items come in? Yes. Look. It is glorious. It is a glorious. I told Pong I'm, I'm going to do this on his show. So I okay, haven't opened him up yet. Um, but that's kind of what I'm going to work on with Pong. So I got to hit him up. Yeah, um, so guys, It's a good build. I am super excited. This, this bitch right here, though, it's freaking huge. Yep. I was like, oh, my God. I'm super hyped. I'm super hyped. So for those <laughs> that are wondering, um, Tone had got an Optimus Prime, the Transformer uh, Lego version. And then, you know, we went to the green room last week and apparently half of us used our credit cards last week. Right. Um, was like, like, oh my God, am I going to do it? Val, Val do bought it. Optimus Prime and R2-D2. So, Oof. you know, you want Batmobile away. A bad influence. No, so, no, I'm not doing the Batmobile. I tell you, I'm sticking to my two that I have that I made with the metal works, the metal uh, sheets. Right. Mm -hmm. So for those who are wondering, so we're going to be guest stars on Pong's show he does on a Friday night on Switch, and Val is going to be the putting that sin shop. Let you guys know when we will be on the Sin Shop invading. Woo! So with that, let's get into some announcements. Let's get this out the way so we could get into this hot episode tonight because it's it's hot takes. Yo, yo, hot takes. Oh yeah, hot, hot, hot. explosive takes. <laughs> oh my! Did I miss something? I'm so lost. We're, we're talking because we're talking boys. It's gonna be a lot of. Uh, oh, okay, okay, oof. all right. So Thirteen minutes in, and you finish. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh. that, that's enough for me today, guys. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, all right, go, go, go. go, go Here we go. So make sure you guys are checking out Law on his Twitch channel. The Twitch channel is in the links. Law is streaming on um, fun video games. They're going to go pew, pew, pew on yes. every Tuesday, Sundays. Uh, I apologize um, for being away for so long. It's been a long week of, like, coming back from vacation. And then literally, like, a week into it, got sick. So I've been out of it. But I'll hopefully be back on Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. Definitely. So go follow him. Subscribe, follow, give him that support on Twitch. Get him up there. Make him the number one Twitch uh, streamer out there. Patreon. That'd be huge. 
Patreon update for me. I have the Patreon there, Bonet Studios. The Patreon is in the links to in the description. We just You've been busy with that Patreon, oh, sir. You know what? What got launched today on that Patreon? The first character reveal for the comic, and yesterday the reveal of the title for the comic, which was revealed hey, on the Patreon yesterday. Let's go. Very cool. so all subscribers got that reveal. Every Sunday is a public post. Every Tuesday is an exclusive post and random exclusive post throughout. Next on the list is the Medusa's Cascade. Medusa's Cascade every sun, every Saturday. Every Saturday, oh, the Medusa's oh, Cascade. Be, yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking the other thing. Um, every Saturday, the Medusa's Cascade comes out. Is the D&D podcast that keeps on with the mayhem. Yo. You get to, oh, man. I, I've been missing these last few sessions with you guys because I have you know, obviously Bro, be glad you're not in this arc. Just be glad you're not. You, you don't have to deal with the spiders and the bullshit. Because like, oh, I'm glad I steady can have the spiders. I'm over this arc. So <laughs> you know, like, over. Bro, we're Listen. we're we are fast approaching 100 episodes. I'm super excited. We are te- we're really like got into a new arc with this with these uh with the actually the introduction of last week's episode. So that starts off this new arc, uh, which is. Like in game versus many, like out of game, we're getting fucking dangerously close to each other. And uh, and how many game? How many game? How many episodes has it been out already? How uh, many? Eighty-two, if I'm not mistaken. Eighty-one Ooh. in the ballpark. We're we're like up there. Like it's getting to the point now where I'm like, oh shit, we're about Damn. to hit a hundred. Like this is fucking real. Listen, listen, we need six. I'm just six. gonna continue to pretend I know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, one day, Val, one day, Val will make a no, guest appearance as a character. It's, also, it's going also, to be six seasons in a movie. <laughs> also, be sure to check out the Medusa Cascade on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook for more updates on the animatics that have been coming out, the animation, the uh, the character stills. It's been so dope. Like, oh man, it's been so dope. Now, without further ado, as we're getting into the main event of things so we have a great episode for you guys so later in the hour we're going to be talking about the boys after the nerd dance party later on too we're going to be talking about miss marvel but first we have a creator coming on to the stage who pretty much did this awesome comic called again the gallows man the Kickstarter, his second Kickstarter got fully funded. So that's two, two, two Kickstarters fully funded. So the second issue is out there. So you want to give him a follow to get the update on when the third issue comes out of the Gallows Man. So you want to give it up for the one, the only, Brandon Ingram. Brandon, what's up? Hey, what's welcome. Up? Hello and welcome. <laughs> I, I have to ask one thing. 82 episodes, is this just one campaign? Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we actually have another uh, two campaigns that wrapped with the time many, of many. like, yeah. <laughs> and we have a lot ongoing on the side. Like, it's a whole multiverse thing. But Dang. this is like the main campaign that started it all, and it's still going. That it yeah. started in 2020 of February, and we have just been a bunch of jokers causing chaos. But it we are literally halfway there. But 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 it's not about us. Your 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 character's been creating some chaos. Like and you've been you've been kicking Kickstarter's ass. I mean, two fully funded Kickstarters, which is awesome, bro. Um, so Super. tell us what got you into the world of indie comics. Tell us the origin stories, the Spider-Man origin story of Brandon Ingram. Let's go. Well, what what got me into first reading indie comics was like I I, I grew up with comics. Like I bought a shoebox full of the comics at a yard sale when I was in like elementary school. And then from there, I just like comics. And then, like, in high school, that's when I started searching for, like, specific titles, specific writers, specific artists, like, to read and stuff like that. Um, and that's when I 
discovered like the modern day like image comics like what we consider indie but my opinion image and stuff like that to me isn't really indie nowadays um but at that time i i was reading all kinds of image stuff i, I love superhero stuff so i mean I, I stay up to date on marvel and dc and stuff but like image boom and all these other big publishers have that other stuff like if you don't care for superhero stuff boom all of these i don't mean boom the the company <laughs> boom as in all these other publishers you can go to and find something there's a comic for literally everyone um so i got into stuff like that i got into reading like jeff lemire like he's one of my favorite writers um and it just developed from there and i wrote some in high school like in retrospect looking back on it yes i i did like writing but at the time, I didn't think anything of it. I just had like English classes and stuff. And it's like, oh, I just got to do this, this stupid paper. I got to do this <laughs> stupid narrative essay or whatever it is. That's how I felt at the time. But after high school, I got more serious into writing. What I mean by that is like I started doing it as a hobby. And it wasn't just like a once, like one hour a week type hobby. It was like, Every day after I get back from college classes, I was just up into either writing or doing research on uh, screenplays and stuff. Because that's initially what I was thinking. Like I wanted to uh, have a hobby of like writing screenplays and writing shorts and stuff like that. And started writing horror shorts and eventually a couple uh, uh, horror long shorts i wouldn't even consider them features they were like 50 to 60 pages so time wise that's 50 to 60 minute movie um and then my first hey george or, yeah hey george. What's up, george that's why i have to see you here what's up man <laughs> um awesome but yeah like uh like in 2017 like I was going through stuff in my life. Like I was in the nursing program originally. Like I was almost done with the nursing program, like doing clinicals and all that. Spent a couple more semesters to graduate and do that. Um, but for like a year, I just had this constant thought and feeling of like, I'm in this for like the wrong reasons. Like I didn't have a passion for nursing at all. Like the main reason I went into it was job security. Nurses are always needed, yeah. always needed. Anywhere you go, you can get a job just like that, just about. That and then the pay. It's not amazing pay, but it's not bad pay. So fairly consistent pay. Those were the reasons I went into it. I didn't have a real passion for it, though. So as I was going through clinicals and stuff, I was like, I don't have the same like passion or the same fervor as like all my all my fellow like classmates. Like they like I, I thought I was crazy or something. I was like, these people love it. And and not not dissing or bashing nurses. Like I commend nurses. Like the, the work they do, yeah, the hours they have to put in, honestly, I don't think they get paid enough. The the crap they have to deal with, not just literal crap, but uh <laughs> like uh metaphorical but yeah i i withdrew from the nursing program 
at a time where I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, uh, am I going to keep doing college? Am I going to transfer, change majors? I didn't know. And I needed something at that time to keep me occupied, to keep me going in this period where I'm like, I feel like a quitter. At that point, I felt like a quitter. I was like, I need to prove something to myself. Ultimately, I need to prove something to myself. So at that point, I was like, okay, I'm into writing. At this point, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to write this thing and then sell it. It was more just me. I was like, I'm into writing. I haven't written a feature-length script yet. I'm going to challenge myself. Because I have this thing in my head of like, I feel like a quitter. I'm going to write a feature-length script. I'm going to give myself a deadline on that feature-length script. I think I wrote uh, the script in one, maybe two months, no more than two months. And basically every day, at least once, I would go to McDonald's. I don't know why I can just do it from my house. <laughs> Listen, everybody has a place. Don't worry. I have some <laughs> y'all, nuggets. Y'all, y'all got the spot. <laughs> I went to McDonald's. Uh, to use their Wi-Fi as well as, I guess, people watch or something. I don't know. But uh, I, I was able to punch out that script within those two months. And that script was the first script for The Gallows Man. So that was the first feature script I'd ever written. And it was just such an amazing feeling because I had that feeling of, like, gosh, I'm, I'm a quitter because of, of, of what I had done from withdrawing from this program. Um, I'm now in... Uh, and now my, my day job is something I absolutely love. Um, and, and doing this writing and being able to write The Gallows Man at that time just helped me. Helped me in a somewhat rough and dark area of my life. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's good that you're able to, you know, find that, find that passion that you're looking for. Because, you know, I think we yeah, can all sure. kind of emphasize with the whole idea of kind of jumping into something because it's something to do, whether it's a job or a paycheck and trying to find what is it that you're really passionate about, you know, and you got that opportunity, you know, with, with, with the gallows man and everything. So I'm really happy for you that you're able to find that. And you just, you, you know, you see it right there, you know, going to McDonald's and having your routine and having your spot and just working it all out. Um, so that's, that's awesome. I'm, I commend you that, you know, a lot of folks aren't able to find that thing that they're passionate about. So the fact that you know it and you, had that courage to take that leap to step away from something that was steady and to jump into something else right. without knowing what's going to happen. Dude, that's awesome, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, was, that's something I don't think I'd point. ever be able to do. <laughs> it was a scary point, but I'm, I'm so glad I did it. Not only that I could be able to write the gallows, man, but because I was able to find like my actual like job passion that I like, because I'm a, I'm a youth minister and I love youth ministry. Um, and basically from late 2017 to now, that's just what I've been doing and, and writing, not just the gallows, man, just writing in general, other comics, other screenplays, stuff like that has been that great hobby to the side of, of just like <laughs> that breather, basically. Yeah. I, I, Thank you, George. George is all stood. Guys, make sure you're catching up with George too on Catch the Craze. And um, he just dropped Wonderduck. But no, I, I like that we're hearing this because you don't, hear that much from people's side with their story and everything how they started because like you do get a lot of creators that are like oh i'm awesome and it's just it shows your passion with like you know what i really want to fish it and it's not about being a quitter it's just that we get that you get that bug where it's like you know you want to go out and i think that's the story that more and more people who 
may who think that it's just them like no it's so it's, it's a common theme in indie creators we get this passion was like no i don't want to be feeling this great i gotta really write the story in them so when you came up with the gallows men how did you come up with the concept for the character and when you teamed up Go ahead, Val. I'm no, sorry. Go I go stole your question. Got it already. Oh, man. Got oh, it already. Man. We're going to have Val ask it. Go right ahead. No, no, no. I, I was going to ask as far as your inspiration behind the character, what, what, where did you pull from, what inspirations you had. I mean, we all read comic books. I mean, it's something that I grew up with as well. I was a huge Marvel fanatic, and, and I was just curious as to what drove the inspiration and, and where you see your character going. Yeah, there's it, a few things. Um, like one big thing is is classic golden age comics and golden age heroes. Um, you hear a name like the Gallows Man, and, and it can set you back a little bit. It's like, whoa, that's a bit much. But you go back to those old golden age comics. There are characters with like there are characters who are killing people like the wildest ways. I'm not for the comics code. But I will say when they first initially brought it out, I understand where they were coming from. Because at that time, it was the Wild West when it came to comics. Little five-year-old Jimmy could be reading the story about people getting their guts pumped full of lead. And it's graphic and it's visceral. Um, So ultimately, though, that that should be a parent. A parent should be doing that. But. Not that's all a discussion for are... another day. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Parenting, that's another discussion. Um, but so so I saw where they're coming from. At the end though, they were extremely restrictive. It was it was yeah. ultimately horrible what it turned out to be. But at the start, I get what they were for. Um so those golden age characters that were just doing all this wild stuff to the point where Part of the inspiration for the Gallows Man is a Golden Age character. He had like a Sissue uh, little miniseries back in like the 1940s called Hangman. And like when I saw that, I was like, there was a character named Hangman? Like yeah. that is wild. Like like to think that that was a thing. Um, oh, man, a lot of those heroes, yeah. Well, well here's, here's where a lot of the... the because the Gallows Man, when you read it, there's there's parody, there's satire, and and here's where some of that comes from. Like you go back to those old classic heroes, and it makes me think like 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 Hangman. What if there were a little five year old does like 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 at that time you have Superman, all that stuff, and you have some kids who are like, I want to be like Superman one day. I love Superman, and then there's a little five year old that's like, Hangman. I want to be like Hangman. It's like, whoa, uh, maybe not in in the Gallows, man. In this universe, you kind of see that they're like Town City. That's that's the city within the Gallows, man. <laughs> there's there's uh like the city itself is just like, ah, oh, the Gallows Man and Newsboy. Everything they go, thank you, Gallows Man and Newsboy. Uh, they're they're acting like that to the point where in universe. There's likely like five or six year old kids that like today you think about today where it's like a kid that looks at Spider-Man is like, oh, my gosh, I want to be just like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man and Gallows, man. There's some kids that are like, oh, my gosh, Gallows, man, or or Newsboy. I want to be just like them. It's like, whoa, like 
this world tells man is a bit a bit crazy everyone is like a bit crazy when it comes to this violence and stuff it's basically like everyone is desensitized to it yeah within the the world itself of the gallows man to where like someone could get killed by the man or the news or news boy or whatever and like everyone's like triumphant victory by those guys even if it's like a petty thug like he stole like a dollar from someone it's like ah get those criminals off the street yeah, I, I, I kind of like the – go ahead, Tom. I kind of like that uh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom. I'm, I'll go, my best. Let's go okay. ahead. Right. Say go okay. ahead, Tom, and then go right. ahead. I said go ahead, Tom. <laughs> and so, you know – <laughs> What the hell? Uh, no, no. So to your point about the, desensitiz- the desensitization of it, you know, the violence and even the name Gallows Man and all that, you know, it's kind of, it pales in comparison when you're killing Nazis. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of like those old school comments where you had all the superheroes fighting Nazis and kicking Nazis ass. And then you can do whatever you want when you're fighting fucking Nazis. <laughs> that, I was because that's the thing with someone like the Gallows man. Had it been just regular criminals, like petty criminals or whatever, like there's that bit where it's like, uh, this is a bit weird. But what's the uniform unison villain for everyone? Nazis. Nazis are the uniform villain. So with someone like the Gallows Man, it, it fits a little bit better, him battling these Nazis. It thins it out. Evens out his craziness, kind of. Yeah. I mean, cool. you know, the fact that he's also a mortician and he's eating he's eating snacks. Yeah. He's, having, <laughs> he's having a full-blown meal pulling intestines out with him ball. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's, that that's, like that's like a tiny little joke. Yeah. Like, it's, it's exaggerated. <laughs> but at that point, yeah. like... Sanitization, it wasn't like that level, but sanitization at that time wasn't big. So I just thought it'd be funny if him and, and the funeral director, they're just like eating over this dead body. It's like, yep, yeah, this is just everyday stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a regular meal. It was like roast beef and what, like French fries or something. Just <laughs> roast something beef really. And French fries. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, hearty, and heavy. Oh, um, gross. That is gross. <laughs> but no, that's, that's touched up on here because, again, you do touch up on that golden age. And I like that um, it is touched up on that in this comic because, again, you even like, I, I had to pull this up. I and mean, then this is not Gallus Man, yeah. but this is golden age Batman, whereas Batman at one point had a gun. And, and you're right, like, yeah. universal villain that people would not say anything about would be nazis they wouldn't care but then it was like oh if it's just a regular criminal then it's like okay now you're in the terms of vigilantism so you get a lot of that with gallows man and 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 i love that you do touch up on that and you, you definitely really have that golden age feel and i love that um again with the sound effects i i really was getting like that golden age like boom pow it's like oh this is, well this is I, I did want to mention uh like that's one aspect of the inspiration the other aspect of the inspiration is silver age like yeah. Silver Age as well as Silver Age with like the fun and goofiness of Silver Age because it's like we're seeing into comics code. Let's just have fun, silly stories where like every story is a one-off basically. We got Superman sneezing and he the planet goes way over there because of the sneeze. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, silly, silly, fun stories. They're fun. And so that leads into Batman 66, the Adam West Batman show. And, and the fun, campy, goofiness of that. And the Gallows Man takes inspiration from both Silver Age and the Adam West Batman show. Because anytime I'm, I'm trying to tell someone like a tonal pitch of the Gallows Man, it's 
the 1960s Adam West Batman show, the fun campiness of that show mixed with like Quentin Tarantino be violence. Like that's the gallows <laughs> man, basically. Are we are oh, good vibe? I was just gonna ask, are we gonna get the gallows who see? <laughs> the what? The gallows who like the bat who see dance. <laughs> oh well, I in issue two, he has one every not, not that in issue two and three, there are those bombs. The the bombs, he doesn't hold it over his head, but as like a little like hint at there's like a box of like those bombs with like a little wick on the yo, what's uh, going on, Rob? Yep. I like it. I like it. But go, go ahead, Lo. I'm sorry, I cut you off. My but no, I was saying. Oh, really? Good. Is, there, is there Gallows Man Shark Spray? <laughs> you know, maybe I've in been, the I've... next mini. <laughs> he does have gadgets. He does have gadgets. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I love it. I love it. I'd be down for it. So, with a, with a concept like this, how do you approach your artist? Because you're like writing this whole thing, and now you're like. By the way, I'm gonna need someone to draw this entire thing and do the art for it. How do you approach so, your artist? How do you how did you connect with Helen? So luckily, I was able to like tiptoe into this one a little bit, and I'll, I'll get into that. Like I'm, I found her through Deviant Art. Like I, it's when I found my first artist that I've worked that I've worked with was through Deviant Art. Then later, I found out oh. There's Facebook groups and you can go on Instagram to find artists and it takes like 90% less time because uh, there's literal groups for artists looking for writers and vice versa. Um, but I found her through DeviantArt, contacted her. I was working on some horror anthology stuff that will eventually see the light of day. Likely by the end of this year, I'll have a Kickstarter for that sort of stuff. But uh, one of the stories was it was a horror story, but it was done in like Dr. Seuss-esque art style. And I was going through DeviantArt, found Helen's art, and she had some stuff that resembled that a little bit. Contacted her, got some concept stuff, eventually hired her to do that 15-page story. Then after that, got her to do a one-page horror story that's called Alternate Reality. Is uh Trees and humans are swapped, basically. And it's only, like, five panels. There's, like, human farms, and there's, like, trees, like, chopping down humans. And there's, like, protests at, like, a Capitol building. And it's, like, the trees holding uh, these protest signs saying, like, stop killing the humans and, and stuff like that. It's a little, like, hypocritical because their, like, post is made of, like, a femur. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, the, but so so she witnessed my insane crazy mind through those couple of stories but this one was a little bit more i was like i i, I asked her first like hey would you want to work on a bigger series she said yes and then i just like started tiptoeing with questions one question after the next you know she was okay mm. and then uh eventually i was i i told her the concept uh, the concept that I've basically talked about here. And then I was like, okay, would you like to see like first 10, 20 pages? She's like, okay, I sent it. She's like, yeah, looks good. I'd work on it. I'm like, okay, would you like to see the whole script? She looked at it. She was like, yeah, sounds good. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and I was like, could you do some concept art? She did some concept art. I was like, can I please hire you? Like, this looks 
exactly what I'm, I'm looking for. And yeah, since since early 2020, she's been working on this book. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Brendan, what we're going to do is we're going to give you now the plug where you're now going to plug away Gallows Man to the crowd out there. Go right ahead. Plug away, brother. Okay, thank you. So, uh, the Gallows Man, the series I'm working on, the Kickstarter for issues one and two just ended about 12 days ago. Um, we'll have another Kickstarter for issue three, likely at the beginning of 2023. But what this series is about, it's about the Gallows Man. Hence the title. It's set in the 1940s in a satirically and over-the-top world of superheroes. Um, and within that world, you have the Gallows Man. I've actually got some stickers if I can find them. You got like the Gallows Man, and he also has a team. Part of that team is Newsboy, who's basically his Robin equivalent, and classic Robin, where it's like. I don't think he's puberty yet, or I'm not sure if he's at puberty yet, where he's like 10 to 13, like the young boy. He's not in high school. Um, so that team has to stop this Nazi threat that has infiltrated their city, not only to save the city, but to avenge the Gallows man's former mentor who was killed by this Nazi threat. Um, and like I mentioned before, the best way to put this tonally is take the 1960s Batman, the Adam West show, the fun campiness of that, because this book ultimately is fun. It's it's escapism. Um, there's so much crap going on, like every single day. There's constant bad news in the actual news. It's a little breather. It's just fun. If, if you want to read into it, the desensitization of violence within our society and see that book, sure, you can do that. Or if you just want a fun read, it's a fun goofy, funny read. There might be some parts where you're like, why the heck did I laugh at that? Um, but ultimately, just a fun book. Um, oh, yeah, I, I don't even finish my my tonal thing. 1960s Batman show mixed in with Quentin Tarantino movie violence. And you get the gallows, man. Um, there's all kinds of scenes that show this goofiness in issue two. There's a scene where Gallows Man uses his noose reel to try to kill a henchman. He's in a shipping yard. He's trying to kill this henchman. The noose reel jams. He kills the henchman, but it jams. And then some other henchmen are rounding the corner. He's like, oh, crap. And he's like, oh, I got to think fast. He climbs on the ship container. And then as the guards come up to the henchman, he's Gallows Man on top of the shipping container is marionetting this guy this dead henchman. He's marionetting him, basically. And they're, oh, did you see that game last night? And the dead body's just like, ah, like that. It, it's silly, stupid fun. Uh, that, that's the best way I can put it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing the Gallows Man with us. Again, guys, check out the links. Brandon's links is in the description. Give him a like, follow. Give him um, a like, follow to stay tuned for the next project, for the next Kickstarter, for issue three. Issue ones and two have been fully funded. So, again, congratulations. Now we are on our next Wait a second. Topic. Wait a second. Oh, really? They want to know. Rick, Rick wants to know. Ooh, what is the poster behind? Rick, oh, Rick got the question. That's uh, the cover for Disney Avenue number one. It seems so narcissistic. 
I've been wanting to take it down, but the only like backdrop thing I have for like YouTube shows, so I'm like, I'll leave it up for YouTube shows, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, because every time I walk in, I'm like, ah, am I that person? I have a poster of my own thing. Uh, I mean, you made it. it you believe in it. That's it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, yeah, I but mean, it's I'd just, do it. I don't know. I mean, people have pictures it's... of themselves up in their homes. It's okay. <laughs> Like right At on least the something ceiling, you created. Right. People have mirrors on the top of their bed so they can see themselves. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. But, but it's the that's uh, for a the different cover. reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. It's you gotta not be real narcissistic to want to watch. Listen, mirrors are not bad. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, but but this is. This oh, is the, the cover of issue one of De Disney Avenue. It's my horror anthology series that I'm coming out with. It's, it's like the classic Twilight Zone um, with some more, some modern horror elements, such as like some psychological horror and stuff like that. And some of it true, like in one of the, in this one specifically, the first third is literally a date I had and weird stuff started happening. But then after the first third, it's like, well, what if it actually was some weird thing going on beyond that? Um, this is meant to look like a movie poster because the two main characters, Ben and Mia, they go on a date at a movie theater that is basically no one is there. And weird stuff is happening at this theater. Like, it, it's, it gets really weird. The art is really good in it, but that's, that's what that is. The cover for Disney Avenue 1. Uh, Disney Avenue 1 and 2, that comic will come out probably by the end of the year. Can't wait for it. Nice. Yes, yes, and yes, and that is George Blaming's home for mirrors. Now, George will never look at mirrors the same way again. Um, so let's get on to the next topic. I mean, he's sounding like a person with experience. I don't know what's going <laughs> I feel like we all learned something today. <laughs> don't right. know what, but we anyway, learned something. Let's anyway, let's go down to, go to Jersey to City. Jersey and... City. <laughs> Are we, are we switching to Miss Marvel now? Is that what we're doing now? Let's, let's do it. Perfect yeah, Miss Marvel, Marvel. Marvel, then break, then uh, the boys. So perfect <sighs> way to segue into Miss Marvel. Val, tell us how you feel. How did I, you feel about Miss Marvel? I'm gonna, I know I'm going to have the unpopular opinion here. I was upset at a lot of things in this show. I think it was done well for what it was. I will say that. But I am absolutely pissed they changed her origin. Absolutely pissed they took away the fact that she gets... A hit with Terrigen Miss. Even if they deviated a little bit and did the, the the video game version where she was in that explosion and got the powers, whatever they could have done, I don't like that they changed her power set. Everything else was okay about the show. It was just okay. It's now officially my worst Marvel show. Wow. 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 I know I'm not going to have a popular opinion hot, there, hot but I read Miss Marvel. I'm um, Go ahead. I now got to ask, what is your favorite Marvel show? WandaVision is definitely up there for me. Okay. Coming yeah. from the person who watched it, I was about to say, if you said Moon Knight, and I'd be like, okay, I don't know. No, Moon Knight, I think we, I graded it, what, like fourth or fifth um, when we yeah. had the, like, yeah. So like Moon, Knight took, Moon Knight took too long, and, it, and we know it's getting a second season, which makes it better. It yeah. should have just been a movie. That's what I said. Like, within episode three, I was like, it would have benefited from being a movie. 
Rick, you you know you're killing me. You're killing me. I got it. Okay, okay. So 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 okay. So so question to this, right? Because we all know it's we all know aside aside from some of the other issues that I don't know I don't know other issues that you can have with not you vow just in general, right? Generalizing Mm -hmm. other issues you can have with it because I think it was a very good first episode and introduction to Kamala Khan and really getting us into her Pakistani culture, which I think is Chef's Kiss, amazing. I loved it. Um, That part, I agree. But the hurdle we're all going to have to go over is this Inhumans thing. So do you feel they should have waited to do Miss Marvel until we redid the Inhumans? And then how would no. we do it? I don't see. The thing is, you made Inhumans canon when you decided to put Blackpool in Dark Strange. In Dark Strange, period. Yeah. You made Inhumans canon. You can't just undo that. Period. I don't think they should have deviated from the fact that she is an inhuman. We got a horrible show. Move on. Okay, fine. They can build from that and make it better. Like, I don't understand why they had to take away the fact that she is an inhuman. That is my biggest gripe about the show. Outside of that, yes, I agree with the whole culture. Also I agree her, with how it was done. A lot of her identity is, like, based on her power. Her power is shape-shifting. So it's like... It, it takes away some of the like key moments of her story by not giving her that ability and trying to tie her more closely to the Marvels, where like it wasn't so much that she her powers are closely to you know Carol or or, or um, Monica, it's literally her own thing, but she aspires to be like you know Captain Marvel. You know yeah. that, like that's her, her hero. Super. That's her favorite yeah. superhero. That, in, you know. in the comic books, when she gets exposed, the first thing she changes into is Carol. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she yeah. transforms into Carol. She saves a few people. She realizes she has this power. Like you took away a big core part of who this version of Miss Marvel is, and I, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to take uh, it for what it is, fact, like, but I'm not happy about that. Especially given the fact that, like, as a like teenage Pakistani kid living in Jersey, like listen, I have a hard enough time being a, a Puerto Rican black kid from the Bronx. Like I guarantee that like the identity thing of just like being able to change into your favorite superhero means a lot. Like, oh shit, I don't have to be who I am, who I'm, you know, I'm not always proud of or I always feel like I'm getting bullied of. I can be Miss Marvel. I can be Captain Marvel, whatever the case is. You know what I mean? That part I was it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth and I will I will agree with Val on that. The rest of the show I love. Like I love the family dynamic. I love the uh, the animation styles. I love like the fun and creative uh, creative liberties that they've taken. Like absolutely fun, great way to introduce the character. They showed that where they kept a lot of her values and a lot of her you know core things blew it out the I water. Sure. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, but, I think um, you, know, you take you take away a lot from taking away her powers. I think. I think yeah. Rick had a point though because I think that was the thing they ran in with Miss Marvels that they were trying to figure out because they're bringing in the FF so they didn't want to have a similar power set. But oh, I get shit. it. I get yeah. it. Ultimately, uh, that's like, ultimately it's, a, it's a budget uh, thing. Yeah, but, it's a budget. Yeah, Brandon, that's Brandon, that's ultimately Brandon, what it is. Give us your thoughts on the show, Brandon. Come on, jump in there. So, so I have agreements and disagreements. Uh, I'll, I'll first say what I thought. I really liked this first episode i thought it was like a great a pretty good start to a show um not a ton of action it didn't need it i I don't think it it needed i thought it was paced well and stuff um i i read the original uh g willow wilson run 
and loved it. It's one of my favorite like Marvel men's or Marvel comics I've read in the past decade. That and Matt Fraction's Hawkeye and anything Cosmic Ghost Rider. I love Cosmic Ghost Rider. Um, but with that original Miss Marvel uh, book, this show hits on it so well. Like, like I feel like you'll like the show even if you didn't read the book. But if you read the book, I feel like you'll like it a little bit more because Kamala Khan, I forgot the actress's name, but she is just Kamala Khan. Like, that's Kamala Khan from the comics. Her friends, Bruno and is it Nia or Nina? They're the exact same characters from the comics. Um, not saying you have to do this with every show, but it was just nice to see because the comic was so good. You don't have to go too far from that formula. Um, the family dynamic was great. Felt so just like in the comic, there, there's moments in the comic where they're having the sit down dinner scenes and, and the, the family dynamic, how they're talking and stuff feels exactly like the family from the comic. Um, it, it was great. I mean, even the small stuff like the, I like the artistic side of it, of yeah. like the daydreams and stuff, like like seeing the animation and stuff within her daydreams. I thought that was really cool. Other than it just being some Disney Channel show where a character daydreams and you just have a little bubble, and, and their daydream is just we shot this scene and then we added a cloudy filter around. That's how most shows do daydream. But this was so cool having animation in the daydream and stuff. Yeah. And planning out. That was nice. planning it gave out me a the... lot of um, Spider-Verse feel. Um, yeah. 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 That I did yeah. like a lot. The way they made it was good. And I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys, but I'm still pissed off about the power set. We got a bunch of comments in here. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> first, 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 first. No, no, no. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Do it for George. Do it for George. No, no. I'll do a spoiler one for boys. Listen, I'm, I'm, uh, listen, because now yeah. is a thing that George wants. It needs to be worth it. And for, for, for Miss Marvel, yeah, the spoiler one really wasn't that needed. It's just, you know, we're talking about the first episode, no major drops. Right. Um, kind of rolling through here, seeing what Rick had mentioned earlier on. Yeah, man. No, it's definitely allowed. I think, you know, I'm, I'm all about having difference of opinions. We knew, we knew from the jump after the first episode came, Val hit us up in Discord. I don't like it. And you know, it's not that I don't like the show. No, no, I am it's fine. pissed that they no, took no, away the season no, in the human. I think, I think that's a, I think it's a big conversation piece about yeah. this because it's really to, we, you know, you have to figure out what is Marvel trying to do. Are they really just distancing themselves from Inhumans? Are they not going to do the Inhumans and wait for the mutants? There's so many questions to ask. But at the end yeah. of the day, Kevin Feige and the rest were like, but we want Miss Marvel because of how good of a character she is yes. and how good that she comic grew, book run was. Yes, so, she grew very quickly. A lot of people love her. And I, I just hope the fans... I, me, myself, I was one who loved her. I love Kamala Khan. And I loved playing the video game, the Avengers video game. If you haven't played it, it's so worth it. But with that said, it was it was like, why did you do this? I don't like large changes when it comes to their power set. And that bothers me. So not that they did a bad job about the show. I love the show. I just don't love it as much as I love the other ones because they took away something that I felt was important to this character. I, that's, that's, the only, that's the only qualm I have with the show right. is not really that she isn't an inhuman because I feel like organically you could have easily done something where she's not an inhuman. But my problem is the power set. Yeah. I I'm still iffy on them changing the power set because when you watch the show, 
the humor is a little silly humor and stuff. And I feel mm -hmm. like this isn't the only reason, but I'm just saying that body manipulation power would play so much better into the silly humor that they're going for. Right, you can right. do stuff with she, that body manipulation. Exactly, and then she's not even able to do that. Here. She does that in the comic books, though, and you yeah, see certain yeah. things that mm -hmm. she was able to do that added to her personality that they're not they're going to be limited to. I think, um, what, I think what happened with Miss Marvel, and this is just my my opinion with the show, because um, I know that one of the big things, yeah, is the, that a lot of people didn't like is her original power set didn't make it her origin story. Um, and I think that the character was just a victim in the f certain sense that at one well point when Marvel, when Marvel was divided as Marvel Studios and Marvel TV, Marvel TV was under Ike Polamardi. Ike Polamardi at his time too was also the head of Marvel, which at the time they were trying to push the Inhumans to kind of take over the X-Men because they didn't have the rights for the X-Men. And for a while, they weren't creating no new mutants because Fox had owned the rights. So the character itself has just been one of those characters stuck in limbo because this when she was pushed as a human, it was more of them trying to push in humans as the next X-Men. And, yeah. and, and I get that. And the show, the show kind yeah. of felt like I agree. I I totally agree with the fact that yeah, there's probably going to be some moments that are lost because they didn't bring her power set. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the internal struggle where now Kevin Feige is pretty much in control of everything now. But I, I, I even mentioned it, it's. I don't think we're, and I know that we had Black Bolt introduced, but we haven't had official Black Bolts in the main MCU yet. Right. We've had an alternate version, and I think that when they bring the Inhumans in, it's going to be after X-Men, and, and especially with now that they're more focused on the cosmic beings they were trying to tie her in. And again, I agree. I, I totally agree with everything that's said about, you know, the character's origin story. Like, I don't agree with the bracelet. That's just the really weird. The bangle, I think, is yeah. actually tied into something with yeah. the Ten Rings, honestly. Yeah. I think that, that it's something related to that. There's going to be a few things that we're going to see similar that will come about and are probably just as old as the Ten Rings yeah. that have that all share some form of power that comes from somewhere. And I think that's where they're leading towards. We're going to see maybe another bangle. Uh, maybe she has to get two. I think we're going to see another character that may get something similar um, uh, that has a similar, looks similar to like the Ten Rings that we saw in Shang-Chi. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes related somehow. Yeah, yeah. That's, what I, I, that's what I that's thought. That's immediately, too. like, when I saw it, I thought that. But I also, again, it felt, it feels cheap to take away the power set to not be close to Mr. Fantastic because, oh, we're going to do Mr. Fantastic. Cheap excuse. Or yeah. if we're trying to make it more closely related to Captain Marvel and the Marvels, you don't need to do that because that's not her story to begin with. So either way, eh. But I do believe that they're going to bring in that other bangle and they're going to try to tie it to Shang-Chi and, and the Time Rings, which I'm interested to see because, like, they left us on a really big, like, you know, what the hell is happening with these rings and what beacon did they send out? We don't know yeah. if it was the Eternals. We don't know if it was, like, anybody else. So we shall see. I, I, it's definitely uh, somewhat... Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, in is Dr. What talking, Strange. Is what we're talking about, Rick. Let me yeah. talk about Black Bolt. It was Dr. Strange's mom that introduced us to him. <sighs> I think that um, where she, when she t gets the bangle on and she flips back in, like the people you see in the shadows probably are someone generational people in her family that she actually somehow connected with. Mm. Um, and it will lead her to another bangle. I think that's could be, I'm guessing I didn't write the show, but that would be nice. Um, 
with that said, I, I, I just, I, I want to know the story with the grandmother and what is the mother hiding from her? Yeah, kind of that... reminds me of Red. And when did you guys saw the Disney movie Red? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where the family is hiding like this traditional thing that they turn and whatever. And I think that's going to lead to that. And the mother's hiding something. Yeah. Don't worry, Rick. We, I mean, it's, it's not a major spoiler now. Don't worry, Rick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think tying it back to the tying it back to some sort of family heirloom or something. I think you know, to everyone's points, it'll be interesting. But I don't know. I just, I'm. I guess maybe me personally, I'm not tied to the whole Inhumans thing. Again, I haven't. I didn't read the comic run. Like I know about it. I know how popular it was. But you know, I'm not going to bullshit and say I read it. I did not read it. I did. Uh, I was. I was looking forward just to seeing a really good looking, seeing a really good character. And when we talk about power set, are we talking about her manipulation of her size, the stretching and all the other stuff? It seems like if, if we're just talking about that, so like the well, Mr. Fantastic portion. Well, Mr. Change, Fantastic you know. change, doesn't change his she doesn't right. he doesn't shape shift. No, no, He's no, able I, to stretch and do, she can, stretch she and can do. actually shape shift into someone completely different. Okay. Right. She yeah. like literally like, like, transformed into Captain Marvel in her first she's, when her powers came out. Go, Brandon. She's like a mix of Mr. Fantastic. Ant Man, Mystique, like it, yeah. it's a bunch of different things she can do. Well, let yeah, me ask you guys exactly. this. I mean, we only got a taste of her powers in this first episode. We still have five more episodes coming out. Do you think that this is the only power set that we've seen that they're going to give the character? Or um, do you think that there's going to be a little bit yeah. more? Because I mean, it's only been one episode, and so far they captured Jersey City pretty well. Do not leave your bike around, it is not gonna be there. It's not gonna be there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it, I think for sure we like to Val's point. I for sure think that they're gonna give us like another um, uh, another power or n another bangle or something to that effect because I think like just this one bangle feels a little like eh, like there's got to be more um, and also like having all of those uh, like uh, the ancestors appear like there, there's a lot more to what we're getting than what we got. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I hope so, Ooh. because I need it to make up for the fact that I don't have an Inhuman show. I'm going to bring up this comment from In Rick right here. I think that all it connects to Galactus being a major villain for the Fantastic Four coming and the Ten Rings being a beacon. Ooh, ooh, that's something that if, if it happens, know. you're gonna hear first. I don't know. Uh, if we're we're doing getting Galactus, Wars, man. Soon. We're doing. I think the Secret Wars and even the Beyonders or something. I think that's what we're we're leaning towards. I, mm. I think because how I don't think we're, Galactus I don't think we're getting before, him for a while. I don't think we're going to get him that soon. I, I I honestly don't think that they will bring him in that soon. I don't know. Honestly, I, 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 I don't I don't want him for a while. I don't Go either. I think the culmination will be in Deadpool three. It's just going to be Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, <laughs> and then he's going to kill the writer of the movie and stuff, and that's the end of the MCU. Well, that's hard. That's, that's, that's not something I want to get behind, but it would be really funny. And did you guys read that comic series with Deadpool kills everybody? Okay, all right. It's oh, no. so good. No, no, no. I was I was waving my finger at what Indie Comic Cast said. Oh. Not, not to you, Val. I'm sorry. I know that it looks exactly like I was <laughs> perfect. Galactus yeah. gas cloud. No, cloud. not ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've read, I've read Punisher kills the Marvel universe, and Deadpool kills the Marvel universe is pretty funny. That would be an interesting like side piece one shot <laughs> movie. Just like the way he killed everybody. It's it's. I recommend for everyone to read. Um, 
but no, I, I, I would love that is a pretty interesting theory. Is that, uh, but again, with everything that Marvel's focusing, I mean, we saw in the Lo in the Thor Love and Thunder that there are statues of um, some of the galactic beings, like the Tribunal. You, you pointed that out, Val, right? That the, the Tribunal, was it everybody. Strange? Was it Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, you see the tri the Living Tribunal. They when he's crashing through the universes, you see the uh, face of the Living Tribunal in the in the background in one of the universes. Because I. I I freaked out. I was like screaming like a little schoolgirl in the theater. It was like, oh my God! <laughs> like a cornball. But anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> oh, man. So, so was Miss Marvel. It's out now. Um, I think they did a really great origin story in terms of introducing. I think the actress is dead I on Marvel fan actor. She is a it's big Marvel fan. the same kind of casting like a Tom Holland. Of, you can see like the joy yes. and like the yeah. genuine like I love this character. Same, I love same her manager. as Kamala Khan. She she Absolutely. definitely is very, that was the perfect casting. Perfect casting. So, I think that's so, one thing Marvel does very well is their casting. MCU. So I want to ask you guys this. Is that a lot of characters that we see now introduced into the MCU, a lot of their characters that they're playing um, have been in the MCU have been fans of Marvel characters like Spider-Man was a fan of Iron Man, um, Kate Bishop, the fan of Hawkeye. You have now Miss um, Marvel, the fan of Captain Marvel. So what's going to happen when they all three team up with Yelena? <laughs> Young Avengers. So We're getting a Young Avengers. Well, well, that's, uh, that's uh, Yelena's, Yelena's going to be Thunderbolts. I think she's going no, Thunderbolts, absolutely, and then going to walk away like, I'm not down with this shit. It, it was a, yeah, it was a whole meme that they had that was like, Yelena, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> These nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so they're by Superhero Landing, gross. <laughs> or or in, in her, no offense to Florence too, not great Russian accent. These nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see her saying it. Yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, that's that's big news for the MCU is the Thunderbolts. Um, I mean Abomination is um gonna be one of the characters, Ghost is in play. Um we're gonna get basically uh, every non-dead bad. bad guy. Yeah, I, I also much. really, really think that they're gonna bring back in Frank Castle Punisher if they're doing Thunderbolts. And we still have Matt Murdock, uh, like uh, I would not Charlie be surprised Cox. they I would do not that. Not be surprised if they they, they, they he, show him in, in handcuffs and or working with uh, with Ross. Um, what's this guy's name oh, who played uh, Punisher? I don't know. I know. Uh, John Berthano. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But Thank he's you. but he's also said though, like he won't come back unless they're gonna do Punisher legit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's absolutely. Not, he's like, yeah, he's yeah. like you know. So I they, think so, I think it depends MCU on how. Would want to. I think it depends on how they do Deadpool 3. Deadpool, right. And that's the thing. You know, if Deadpool 3 is well with the R rating and being helmed by Disney, then I think they can probably tippy-toe into doing uh, Punisher. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they they. I think when they do that, it, it, it's going to work. I, if as long as they do it right, it's going to work. I, I don't. Also think I don't want Disney to be afraid of that. Daredevil run that they're redoing or giving us the season four that we love and deserve. They're going to test the waters with this because, yeah. granted, they put out you know all the Netflix run on net on uh, on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus. Mm -hmm. but I'm sure like they're like okay, like that's what that we gave you guys the warning, but they're not gonna like immediately go full ham and just full tilt run into it. You know what I mean? I don't see why not. I don't know. I absolutely don't see why not either. But. When they do Daredevil, they're gonna show. I want to see Bullseye. I want to see like the. I want to see the whole nine. 
I want to see like Kingpin, like a full on Kingpin. If we get that, then we're going to get the Deadpool that we want because Ryan Reynolds refuses to do it otherwise. And then we're going to get Punisher that we want. Uh, I think they've mentioned that there, that there's just good talks with Deadpool right now and that he would probably get um, a rating. Ryan's had some unfortunate. He's, he's been pissed off a few times, but. They don't want to lose him back. Yeah, I think they've just been back and forth, and and Reynolds mm-hmm. has been working with them a lot of stuff. So it's just you know what it is, and and I, and I'm gonna say it right now. It's because Disney, there is an image that people believe that Disney is supposed to uphold to be the family company, but now they're a multimedia company, and they have been testing the waters with rated R content. Like if you go overseas or use a VPN, Disney has a rated R service within Disney Plus outside of the U.S., which is called Star. Whereas in this country, where in the U.S., because they own Hulu, Hulu yeah, has all that content. That's Which, why they place Predator Prey. But I don't, I don't know why they didn't just give us all the Netflix Marvel stuff. I think they're testing. Hulu. I think they're right. testing. Right. I think they're testing the waters right now, and that's going to judge what type of content. Because again, with the parental controls, reasonable, and that's that's all in multimedia. I don't like to talk about it right now. I'm going to cut it off because I talk about that at my job all day. The people who are cutting their cable, trying to get to get their cable. Yes, I work in cable, everybody. So I'm the one who's talking about your shit. Um, so I can see your accounts. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, it's, it's no, it's, it's definitely what they're testing the water because a lot of people have this whole thing where it's like, well, my kids watch Disney. It's again, it's a multimedia company. They're going to do um what's right for the app, and again, parental controls, people, parental controls. Parent, again, like parental control. Know what you know what your kids watching. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can and I can say that because I got two kids, so I'm not right. just some no kid having person saying watch what your kids watching. What the fuck your kids are watching? And I watch, watch your kids too. Watch, watch you talk to them. Hey, what are you watching? Oh, don't watch that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Like, yeah. you know, I don't need to go. I don't need to see no fucking. That's parents uh, who use TV to raise their kids. Change.org. Uh, get this nonsense off my Disney because my kids don't can't learn about you know x y and z what uh, is with your batman voice i don't understand <laughs> you know, it's an angry mob i don't know it's just batman like, wants parental listen like like i'm not listen like it's really funny because my kids like know the code my son knows the code to all like all of our stuff because he figured it out finally but like even when i watch him he still goes to the kid side he still just goes to his profile and he's like i'm gonna watch what i'm gonna watch and that's it yeah. If he's Let's see. Like- dad, dad put one, two, three, four. Access granted. All. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it used zero, to be zero, zero. It was zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, and then uh, he figured it out, and then we changed it to my anniversary. But then me and my wife were like, "I hate hitting shift," so we're changing it back to zero, one, zero, one, zero, one. And then finally, he was like, "He's like, I figured it out." I'm like, "Whatever, man. Just don't don't buy anything on Amazon, please." Like that's <laughs> literally the reason why we did it. Like. Don't buy yeah. anything. Yeah, just don't do anything. Like I don't want to see that stupid receipt come up and said, I bought X amount of Paw Patrol. I'm like, yo, we have Paramount Plus. Paw Patrol's there. Every season of Paw Patrol on 4K HD. Exactly. Oh, watch all that shit on like, Why is the Amazon guy coming here every day? Anyway. I just think, I think it's, I think we should just put that stuff on, put that stuff on Disney and like, if you don't want to watch, you don't watch it. I mean, like, HBO, we we want to watch it. I want to watch it. Give we me my shit. We all had those VHSs with the plastic and the edges that you can cut somebody with. I want to watch this violent shit on Disney. You want to know what's funny? HBO does it. HBO has Sesame Street on HBO Max right next to 
You guessed it. Um, Adult Game Swim and Game of Thrones and like Game of Thrones. everything else. Yeah, yeah. For it, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. You give Disney hell. Anyway, guys, we are going to take a quick break. We are yes. going to play a little bit of Nerd's Dance Party, and then when we come back, we are going to go talk about the boys. So four episodes. Four episodes oh, of the boys. Oh, so, this, so this four is that time to do that pee balls. break. Get that water, get some snacks, get your beers, get your whiskey, get your drinks. Um, follow Brendan. Yes, come follow back in us, and join us. Subscribe yes. to Kickstarter, uh, subscribe to a Patreon, do all that fun stuff and come right back because we're about to play that Nerds Dance Party in three, two, one.
It's a nurse dance party. It's a nurse dance party. I think you were the only one dancing. No, no, yeah. I, bop my, I bop my head to this thing every time. It just gets me. Well, I was, I was thinking the whole time. I hope everyone that like were wearing earphones or headphones, they took those to the bathroom with them. Like a jam out on the toilet. <laughs> it's the best thing. It's just jamming. Oh, anyway, we are an hour or two of Nerds in the Room because we have a special deluxe episode. So first of all, we want to introduce you guys to Brandon Ingram, who is joining us now. Brandon has created the comic called The Gallows Man. You can go to the links in the description. If you guys go back and also watch the episode on demand, you could see and learn more about Brandon, the creation that he has done with this great comic. Two successful funded Kickstarters, a third one coming up, so make sure you follow him so when the third Kickstarter comes out, you could fund this man and get, um, maybe, I don't know, maybe one, two, three, four, get some great rewards, stickers, and everything when it comes down to the Gallows Man. If you love, um, you know, the Silver Age and Golden Age of comics and just want to uh, meet someone who is poking fun at it, definitely follow Brandon because, again, he is definitely giving you all that in the gallows man did i do a good job brandon oh yeah oh yes well, <laughs> I'll, I'll hire you as as my comic like whenever i have a comic convention i'll, I'll have you there right, I'll, man. I'll, be quiet. I'll do it yeah. in, in this world we have the cows <laughs> <laughs> yeah anytime i'm like going to shake someone's hand there i'm like nice to meet you and you just go Wow! Like like the the hype man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's just Red Bull and, and Reese's. That's it. That's what. That's the secret. Wow! <laughs> and a whole bunch of other Seven Eleven junk food. There you go. <laughs> I no used to do Red Bull touch. and Skittles. Oh, it was so bad. See the worst uh, thing that that, that oh, Tony and all have witnessed was sugar high into uh what was it uh anime at, or NYC and then I ended up getting the taquitos. With ranch dip and a Red Bull, and that was holding me up for the whole weekend. Me, me and Law were like, I'm gonna Ow. get a Gatorade and I'm gonna walk to this con and then I'm gonna get food from the food trucks right. with real food. I was good. I, I, think, I, I, might, I think I might have had a monster because I'm not a morning person, so it might have been like a Gatorade and a monster or a and monster you see, rehab. You see this guy go up and he's like, I want that Ta thing that's Taquitos. rotating. <laughs> that's rotating on the <laughs> silk. I'm like, bro, why? I was like, your. Oh, how was your stomach at right? the Right, that's it. <laughs> it held up. I was not one of those Gone people. Kevin for a reason. No, I mean, I give him, I give, not, give, give Steve-ass credit. You know, he guys, holds where are we going it. right now? <laughs> where are we going right now? <laughs> he holds it. Listen, it's, listen. okay, we'll, we're done. Well, <laughs> we're talking about toilet talk. You can leave <laughs> toilet talk into the boys. Into the boys. Into the boys. Yeah. Into the boys. Got it. Wait, spoiler <laughs> warning. Spoiler <laughs> warning. One, here we go. Yeah, I was just, I'm sorry. I got lost with the toilet talk. There you go tone all right here we go here we go here we go we are back with the boy season three with extra carnage we've been waiting for this to come back um so we're gonna jump right off to it we are talking about the first four episodes of the boys everything will be discussed spoilers will be dropped like the urethra explosion after 13 minutes who saw that one coming the boy said you know what you know that theory of Ant-Man going up Thanos' ass and blowing him up. We're going <laughs> to test it, and we're going to show you how valid that theory was. But instead of going up the ass, we went up the urethra. And there was a physical prop made of the giant phallus that they did. It's It, it was just something else after those 12. I remember me and wife me and wife were watching, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, he's about to go inside that man. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Because it's the boys. That's episode one, 12 minutes in. What else happens in the boys? Oh, <laughs> Homelander. He's nuts. You know who he is? He's, you know, he's like, he's acting really crazy. It's been nuts. It feels like I've seen 
this type of unhinged before uh, 2016. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I saw that unhingedness before, but like it's fully out, and like I gotta love it. You really gotta love what they're doing with Homelander because they're really like to tie Homelander to current events, and I'm really digging about what they're doing. Um, Newman betrays her father, which I thought was great, but you know what? At the end of the day. Gene Carlo Esposito will forever be a boss because he still looks at Homelander like he's a fucking baby or AKA bad product. And then mm. finally, finally, we have Jensen Ankles as Soldier Boy. And by God, he's fucking killing it. And I cannot wait to see what he does in the next episode. So let's get to it, boys. Hey, we got a drug butcher. You got a druggy uh, butcher. Oh, you're oh, right. No, no, no. I don't think he's going to have an issue. I think Huey is the one we got to worry about. Ooh, yeah, true, you, true. You had that whole scene. Uh, geez, Huey George. Uh, but George. George, you're behind. You got to watch, George. Come on, come on. Come on. You have a really brutal scene in your first issue in Gallows, man. So how are you feeling about the boys? Um, I mean, if they want to hire me as a, a part-time writer or something. I, I think I can that. <laughs> so, uh, no, it, it's, it's, it's really good. Not because like there's some violence similar to Gallows Man and stuff, but I've, I've been kind of hooked on it since season one. And, and this season is pretty good, especially like the Homelander has been that big threat the entire time. But this season, like, He's unleashed, like he's unchained, and it, he's like even scarier than before. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I think that's the scary thing is that we're seeing what would happen if Superman was raised by a corporation, a multi-million dollar corporation, as a product. Um, and also touching up on it, yes. Now we uh, this first episode, no, what would happen? I gotta say, Frenchie has the best line. He's yeah. trying to crawl up my ass. <laughs> Yo, that was great. <laughs> First great. of all, first of all, I, I saw it coming the moment he went into the room with the dude. I was like, oh, my God, please don't let it be gross. Oh, my God, it's going to be gross. Oh, my God, he's going to blow up. And then it all happened as it's Yo, it, it was a fucking sneeze that was in exactly in slow coming. motion. You know what they did, too? They buttered you up with getting Kimiko to like sing for like a hot second. You're like, oh, man, this is really nice. Right. She can sing now. And, then <laughs> and all they sudden, gassed she, me. They Side. gassed. Yeah. They were just like, nah. But what we, what we are going to give you is a dick explosion. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Why? Well, what's crazy. funny is like he's in there and he's like, he's touching him. And I'm just like, he's just so, oh he's man, caressing. No, my first of all, go to go to the prostate. I'm like, he's not gonna get that far, dude. He's not gonna get that far, my guy. Dude, as soon as I saw the sneezing, I was like, this is well, gonna go bad. You better yep. pinch that nose. Yeah. Yo. Oh my lord! <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh my God. Unbelievable! What? What? Just when you think they can't go too far. Not nah, like, ways to go listen, that I, far. I, I they love said this, this the is... boys so much because like. Each season, they have just up the fucking ante with, oh, yeah, you thought the first season was bad? We're going to be worse. Trust me. Each time. <laughs> I was talking to someone recently of each, almost each episode, there's something that they show you where it's like, I've never seen that before. I don't know if I want to see that, but I've never seen that before. That was the case there. Uh, the most recent episode, the floating gerbil, just like oh, yeah. destroying oh, people. Like little like that. Like hamster. every episode, there's something. Yeah, hamster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I made, made a big deal about that. 
Yeah, yeah. I just, I just remember that. Yeah. I was like, when I saw the hamster, I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. This is going to be. I a knew it too. Party. I was like, oh my god, he's going to kill them all. I was like, I, how I was. I, I thought they were going to. Somebody was going to hurt. Was like, thank you. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're a homie. <laughs> like, appreciate you. Can we give it up for Frenchie? Frenchie has been D man since day one. Came too late in this season. Yeah. Oh, what? That he weight. Yeah. yeah, that's he's happy. He got that CIA weight. That CIA. I feel bad for French though because he's in a position where, especially, and Kamiko's like, dude, I'm only doing this because of you, and I hate it. Like, what the, what are we doing here? And yeah. Butcher's being a total dick, so it's like he's not he's not giving much of a reason to stay. But Frenchie, I think, he, in, on a low, loves what he does. He knows his usefulness. I at a, to a certain is he extent. Just a masochist at this point, like. Absolutely. He just yeah, doesn't yeah. want to be. I think he struggles well, that, with that. That that's a good point because I mean like the people and relationships he's been with, I forgot that lady's name, but I mean like she like we just call it bad uh, like, all, him, all that no sort of or something. Uh, I think Which like one? That. Little Nina? Little yeah. Nina. Little Nina's the I Russian so, lady. Yeah, yeah. That's the Russian lady he used to work for and now he works for Butcher. Yeah. But the yeah. whole and then he was with the other girl with the blue eyes. But he didn't work for her. They worked together. Yeah, he worked yeah, he was yeah. together. Yeah. Little Nina, he worked for. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she used to gag him up and like. Yeah. Yo, oh my, I was like, poor Frenchie. Poor fucking Frenchie. The way they just dragged this man from person to person. But I like. <laughs> I do like oh, the shift in Butcher's personality. So, I mean, that's something to touch on because we did mention Butcher. Um, because you see that at one point in the show, this season, he was starting to get on the same page as Huey. He's like, you know what, you're right. It's been like, you know, and then it wasn't until Huey told him, like, dude, it, it, things are getting fucked up. We're working for soup. It, it, everything's a fucking lie. Is it a it's shift now... or a double down, though? Because it felt like he was. I think it's it felt, a double down. Because I felt like he was, like, like you were saying, he, he was going towards that Huey route, and he wanted to be a good person for, you know. I think the kid and then made him. Fucking, he know, was trying to do right by Ryan. Mm-hmm. And his yeah, and his yeah. ex-wife. Like I think he really cares about the kid, and he was trying to like you know let's try to get this done right. And then with Huey saying that, it, it smacks him back into reality. Like yeah. you're fucking right. What do you, like this is what I I know how to be an asshole, and that's kind of what he reverted back to. I think he's trying to distance himself from people because like he had that conversation with um, Eminem, um, Mother Smoke. Um, wait, yeah, um, yeah. conversation. Yeah, he had that conversation with him saying, like, I'm trying to leave the team here where you have a team to lead and everything because, you know, he trusts him to run everybody. And then I think he's trying to distance himself from Ryan because he knows he's about to do some fucked up shit. And Butcher knows how far he there's a, there's a good chance that he was going to one V one on fucking Homelander and he's not going to like yeah. live to see. It. So and like, I think that's that's what people want to see. They're waiting for that. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, soon. I don't know. I don't know. Because. <laughs> There's so oh, many other factors going so on many. right now. Yes. There's so many yeah. other factors. Dude, supersonic? I'm so pissed at A-Chain. First of all... Yo. <sighs> yo. A-Chain's a bitch. A-Chain's a bitch. Fuck A-Chain. Yeah. Oh, fuck my God. God. I love how he did the Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial. That was amazing. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good a I, I don't know who I hate worse, him or the deep. I hate both of them. No, yeah. no, I the feel deep like is, the deep is the deep is trying. 
but then his wife is somehow either fucking Homelander or doing something. And then no. A-Train yeah. is just... A-Train, A-Train's a poser at this point because he doesn't... He's not fighting for anything and he's just trying to get... He's just with, fighting for his him. position and Popularity. acting like he's fighting yeah. for yeah, something. Go ahead, yeah. Which is sad. Go ahead, Brandon. What are your, what are your thoughts oh, on no, the... No, trade? On, on A-Train, basically, like it was said, I thought the, the, the Kendall Jenner commercial was the funniest thing that came out of one of these recent episodes. Like, I I died laughing because the second I saw him, because he's trying to do this whole rebranding thing, ultimately for popularity. It's not for an actual cause. But right. uh, the second I saw him taking that photo shoot or whatever, I was like, I was getting flashbacks to that old Pepsi commercial. I was like, Wait a second. And then he's like, hold on. I I got to, this is important. I, I, I hold on for one second. I was like, are they doing? And then they just straight up do it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. I, I, I like that they've been constant, consistent. Like you think A-Train is this guy who's going to turn a new leaf, but he's just been a tool since day one. Like yeah. ever since being a I runner. Know, he Homelander. almost got me though. And which is why I'm so mad. Yeah, he, yeah. He, no, you know what was great when he said "fuck you" to Homelander and Homelander. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, that man's balls like, went so far up into himself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like I, I got no, it. I know you know what was the element of like everyone developing like this season because between like Yui, like you, poor fucking Yui. That boy has been through some shit, like I, from day one. I have a theory, and I want to ask everybody on this. I know, and we'll get back to who you are. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Because again, with A Train, we've never seen him tell Homelander. Do you think Homelander is lying that A Train was a snitch? No. No, I think no. I think A Train was a snitch. I think A Train was a snitch. Okay. Because yeah, what's a... his name kept he was talking too much. He thought, oh, black, Hispanic. We got this, and he was like, yeah. "No, he don't know." A no, I'm Samuel like Jackson and Django Unchained. Don't forget, um, <laughs> yeah, um Homelander. Wow, <laughs> wow. Uh, but we we can't forget that Homelander has super secret has super hearing, and could have heard the conversation between A Train. Could have heard it all. They're all being yeah. super irresponsible and assuming what he can and cannot hear. She thinks playing music makes a difference. The other one thinks. I don't know why they all playing themselves. They're playing. They, why are you doing it in that building? Just don't talk in that building, bro. I don't understand. Send a text. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you had a, you had your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Learn, learn to speak using Morse code with your eyes. Like, right. <laughs> Blink twice if Homelander's here. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Blink twice if you want to kill Homelander. Just use Kamiko's sign language. Kamiko's sign language, no one knows other than Kamiko and like three other people. Mm. Homelander yeah. would not learn sign language. He is that oh, much no. of an athlete. He's like, fuck that shit. You yeah, yeah. Sign language. Oh, like, no. <laughs> you, had to, you, you were mentioning Huey. What was oh, well, but, so I was saying, like, everyone's had such development from season one, and they've grown into who, like, we kind of saw them be in season one. So, like, Huey, while he like wants to do good and like by all means uh, is like the moral compass of the group, he's been like he's gonna reach his breaking point. And I think this season he's reached that point where he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta take things into my own hand. I have to be butcher." 
And then Butcher's just like, no, I never wanted you to be me. Like, you, this is yeah. not supposed to be me. Uh, we see Butcher double down on being actually Butcher. We see Homelander double down on being who he is. And everyone's doing it in such a way that's so, like, oh, I think when the dust settles, though. it's good. No, absolutely. Like, Maeve? Absolutely. Love Maeve. Love, like, a lot of the characters have actually been growing and doing amazing. But I think when the dust settles on, like, the big confrontation that we know we're going to get, holy shit. It, like, you can hear a fucking mouse fart in that room. I guarantee it. Can we talk predictions yet? Or we're not there yet? Yeah, I can. Mean, well, I don't, I don't even know. So, wait. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think, think, think Soldier Boy. You, you've read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you haven't read it, right? No, I haven't okay. read this. I think Soldier Boy, with Riveted. him get hitting Kamiko, I think he is the weapon that hit, takes away... Uh, compound V. Interesting. That's the hint. That's that's what everyone's. Been that's what about. it seems like. Oh, because shit. she wasn't healing, and her her powers being being able to heal outside of her strength and being oh, Wolverine, yeah, yeah. but Holy she wasn't shit. healing anymore. I didn't even fucking so, that. so so when they catch him, if they catch him, now is a matter of he can contend with. This is how they can take out Homelander. If Homelander but, doesn't get him but, first. But is does all right. So now the question is, he can take out Homelander, but the question is, does he want to take out Homelander? He's been trapped in the US in in Russia for the past what ten years? I don't even know how long. But like no, and he's, no been, one's... He's, been, he's been trapped in Russia since Vietnam. Right. Right, right. Yeah. So even longer than that. Right. And then no one's come to look for him. He could be upset. He's been experimented on, pissed off, and he's probably pissed that. But what's, why like, would it... what's the beef with Homeland? Like, how do you direct no that beef, kind of bullet? No beef. He to, was the ho- he was the Homelander before Homelander. Yeah, he was a different uh, version because because true. he because Homeland Homelander sees himself above humanity, like right, like not yeah, not like not like Storm, not like Stormfront, who's like racist and all that. Like he was like he's I saw it on Reddit. I thought it was really great that Homelander is species. He just thinks all humans. Are below him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Where yeah. and and what we got the little bits that we got from Soldier Boy is that he's about the show and everything, but and he's kind of living it up and has that ego, but it doesn't seem like he's treating people like objects, more so like they're collateral damage or whatever. Could right. be wrong because we still need to get flashbacks. We need to see. We don't know the truth about Black what happened. War. Oh my uh, god, that broke that, my heart. In that oh, we don't yeah. we don't know like what happened uh, between Soldier Boy and Mother's Milk's family. I think we read it. Like we don't really know this. I'm sure they'll show the flashback or something. Um, so there's definitely a difference. But Soldier Boy was the top hero at the time, and then yeah, you know, I'm sure Homeland. I think uh, they, and then they're gonna they they created Homelander. This is gonna be interesting. I mean, um, but let's talk about uh, as we mentioned Stormfront and Homelander again. Yo. Homelander getting his ego stroked. Yo, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it funny she's doing it, and then she's talking all that like Third Reich stuff. And he's like, "All right, you gotta stop. You gotta." Come on, like, <laughs> it's like you're not doing that shit. Like, stop yeah. it, bitch. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like I no, want she, that shit. She definitely was the one arm bandit. Um, <laughs> bro. I can keep going. This is a Saturday night special. I mean, again, the kids are in bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just interesting that when she learned that he's not going to, did she 
really cut her own tongue out? Was it she something? Bit her tongue. Bit yeah. her tongue. I, I think and die like, and choke and suffocate on her own blood. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was just to get rid of the character. Yeah, she's only there for one yeah. season. I think I think it was like a get 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 herself out of this misery that she's in because she wants to be with him, but he like wants her, but like as an object, like as like just. She doesn't want to be with him. She was intended to use him for her own purpose. True. Yeah, you want to know what's funny though? If you if and I don't want to get everyone's thoughts on this, you've noticed that in every season there's been something that Homelander would go to, or someone Homelander would go to to kind of stroke his ego. So we'll call he it. Wants his he's a big baby. He wants to be loved. That's the, yeah. He that's wants the affirmation with his cycle. This yeah. He wants. That's why. That's why you see him go back to. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Gus Spring from uh, Breaking Bad. Yes, uh, yeah, Stan. Yeah. Stan Edgar. You yeah. see him go back to Stan Edgar because he wants that affirmation. Stan even addresses that. He's like, why yeah. are you here? Like, you're just wanting affirmation, clearly. Like, Stan, Stan, I love Stan as a semi-villain because he is super intimidating. Like, he's mm-hmm. way more intimidating than uh, uh, who was the lady in season one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know he's yeah, sit well. Sit well. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was not yeah. intimidating at all. Yeah. Ultimately, she was just like uh, kind of scared of Homelander and just like trying to push him off she as was his much babysitter. as she could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was the babysitter. Whereas, whereas uh, uh, Stan, he's like, he's I'm not big at all. Like Homelander even says, like he comes in, and he's like, your world is crumbling apart, and your blood pressure is still sixty. Like, what is going? On? I think that was a really great scene with the two actors that you got yeah. in episode four. And just again, I found it as if, and I'm going to give this comparison that if Lex Luthor was in charge of a company that ran Superman and Lex Luthor had the hand over him. And it was just that Stan has his, has his knee on Homelander's like, neck. Like, like, an, like an evil yeah. Superman, but yeah. Yeah. And it's like Stan yeah. just has oh, yeah. his knee on Homelander's neck. And I just, I love the dynamic. And Carlos Espadizito, he plays every character that he, every character role that he dives into, he dives into, he plays a villain you love to hate. He plays a, a, a character you love to love. He goes full in and Stan is not a character you want to hate. It's like you love when Stan is on it because Stan is that Stan is not a villain nor he's a hero he's a guy who's just running numbers and also kudos for the actor that played young Stan to have to go to go those are big shoes to fucking fill yeah oh yeah Yeah. and it felt exactly like that he did a great job yeah Absolutely. I like, Absolutely, yeah. I was like, who the fuck they clones to make young uh, Esposito? <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about one? Not only the because we knew Vicky was bad, like we knew she was bad business, like to begin with. Um, but how do we feel about that she's Stan's daughter, adopted daughter, and it's been basically this weapon that he's been using for like a minute now? I'm not surprised. It's it's fitting for Stan's character because yeah. right. she Either he or she says in one of those conversations in episode four, oh, he says it to Homelander about her. He's like, well, what she does get from her dad is she plays all sides. Right. And like that's very much what Stan does. Like, he's playing all sides. Like, he has a daughter, um, ultimately, as, like, part of his ploy. 
maybe you want someone in government you want someone you know yeah i I mean he's since season one that was when he killed the 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 cop right the the fbi agent cia whatever she was the spanish season season two season two season two two. yeah yeah Yeah. popped her head off and then then the scene in the courtroom where he he took care of several people in one shot anybody who was persecuting bought period period and he he way he masterminded that was freaking genius. I feel her yeah. character is like, again, it's a character in a moral gray because I feel like just what we saw, what she did in turning mm-hmm. on Stan, it looked a lot of, of it was for her daughter because when you learn about the character, you learn about the orphanage, you learn about the superhero, the, the superpowered orphanage of kids. Survival. Who, yeah, who may have either killed their parents or their parents didn't want them. And it's like it, it, it's like a dysfunctional house of Charles Xavier, pretty much. And that's <laughs> it's not even close to there. I know it's you, yeah, their, I know you read the book. Their, so. their <laughs> X-Men parody is rough. <laughs> yeah with the g-men it is rough. did you guys see um the 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 diabolical the animated series yes, of it, it was and so there's good. one of these kids in like a group home that their parents gave them back because they were not happy with the type of powers powers that developed mm-hmm. and they went back and killed them all <laughs> yo that episode Dang. was fucking bonkers ridiculous that whole, that whole like if you guys have not watched diabolical please go do yourself a favor and watch it it is amazing Except for the the shit episode, <laughs> Aquafina's episode, uh, that was probably the worst one. Yeah. I, if you, I know you guys are not know. Yeah, Aquafina it, wrote and 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 voiced one of the animated episodes that that her, she takes Compound V, and her shit is what is her power. And yeah. she controls shit. That's shitty. <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's literally a dookie that she make, becomes friends with her own dookie. See, now, pretty now I'm just stuff. Now you kill I'm just imagining <laughs> the, uh, ooh, I'm ooh. imagining like all the weird powered characters, like the guy with the tenant private area. That guy, you have poop <laughs> girl over here. They're gonna form their own team or something like that. Like the, the <laughs> listen. I I, I I get where you're going with that because it's like if you think about it, like not everyone's going to have a superpower that they're going to want. There's going to be some yeah. stupid. Shit. Um. Oh man, that's the funny thing. Like, yeah, it's like because you've seen it in X Men. Like, there are characters that was like, I they have top ten list of most unwanted powers in the X Men universe. I think one it of the worst too, powers- the the guy who's like changing the channel by blinking. That's a great power. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the the worst power I I read that was in the X Men was the character that was a member of the X Men, but no one remembers that he is an X Men. No one remembers that he exists. Yeah, and he's so just a character whenever movie. whenever you look away from him, you forget who he is, and you forget ever meeting him. Like you forget all. So like literally, he's been a member for months or years at that point, and like uh, I forgot his name. He has like a, he has a name. I, I think. While it is a, like a very unfortunate like power, it is a fucking great story. Cause like, come on, like you spend years in the X Mansion going, hey, I, I was on, I was with you on this mission. I did X Y and Z, and they're like, who the fuck are you? Forget <laughs> me not. That's what he's Forget called. Forget me not. Yes. Oh, okay. Great character. If you guys haven't looked at some. 
But going back to it, so we got Butcher, we got the boys. Um, we see Mother Smoke reuniting with his family. We see that it's not the kind of reunion that we thought he was going to have where he gets back together with his wife, child. She's with someone else who um, is a Homelander simp. We'll call him that because you see him there. Oh um, I think he is exactly. I think, it, I think it's a Vought simp. Like you know, just, he's a superhero simp, and he is the demographic that Homelander is going for, which is exactly what we thought they yeah. were going to do. And it, it yeah, just, you see the eye, you see his eyes open. And he's like, oh, the, the speech, I'm he's speed. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm going to get my yeah, tiki he just... torch. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I, I got to get that on a laugh real, just to both of you just saying that because uh, this, this is I coming mean, in. This, I mean, but it's true. Like, it's not, it's like, I, I can't see, you cannot see the parallels to what we saw in the real world. Like, they literally... Like Air Crypty took it, like even with 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 uh, with with Vic, um, she's you know a character of AOC because that character Vic in the comics was a character of George Washington Bush. Um, G -G mm. uh, George, what the fuck is wrong with me? Jesus, <laughs> long long night. GW. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like so they're doing these characters and they're taking these influences from common common politics we have now and they're applying it here and like. It's not a coincidence. You're not just digging in there and making something that it's not. It's literally what they're doing, um, but doing it with soups. And I think you know Homelander is just killing it. Like that speech he gave, like you were waiting for him to be unhinged, and the speech he gave, and even the scene where like, well, what happens if I release the tape of you killing all those people on the plane? He's like, well, then I'm gonna kill everybody. Yeah. That was <laughs> and the thing. Like, they're you know, not fear. Just this He's like, fear is just as good as love. <laughs> listen, I I love that people are like oh Superman would come in there and take him out. I'm like, listen, if it's unjust to Superman, yes, Homelander would do anything to keep. But unjust to Superman rating. at least had a reason. Yeah, but <laughs> Homelander would do anything to keep his rating high, but also to him being unhinged. I feel like he is just the only person that I would say is hero or like character that can come close to even being more dastardly than Homelander is Sentry, Marvel Sentry. And I'm not saying that because of everybody, oh, you're Marvel Sentry. Like, no, Sentry is, he's just, it's because of um, the Void. The Void is just super evil when he tore Ares. But um, Homelander, he's really well written. The actor that plays him is killing it. And it's just, just a season of seeing him. I, I, think, I think him and, because they, they did an episode of uh, Death Battle with him and Omni-Man. Why they put him and Omni-Man together? Because we knew that was going to be an Omni-Man like sweep. But I think like they're doing a really good job of like, they're like fucking villains of hero villains. Because like he gives me like, holy shit, Omni-Man vibes off the rip. Just, and I think I think he's actually worse than Omni Man psychologically. Psychologically, psychologically I think he's more yeah. unhinged and he's far worse than him. And the, the thing that's Omni Man will win that fight, and I will say this, and even when you just said that, Omni Man is a trained soldier. Homelander is also not a trained thousands soldier. Of years child. He's well, yeah. it's also Vulture also get stronger as they get older. It's like a yeah. It's so good. That whole story so, is so, so good. good, and like the whole Omni, like like I can't that, wait for everyone uh, to experience. When is Invincible season two coming out? I can't wait for y'all to experience. When do you Omni see what what happens? Because Omni Man's later this year, no. Omni Man's story is so fucking good because you hate him, but it's like, good. Dude is awesome. 
Yes. I love that we got J.K. Rollins. Like uh, not J.K. Rollins. Um, like you hate him because of what he did. J.K. Simmons. You, but then when you, get, when you get to the end of that whole series and what happens between him and Mark and that whole story and why he did what he did and what the Vulture Mites are and their whole – it's fucking amazing. I love yep. it. I yep. love it. Yep. Agreed. So <laughs> with the boys, we got four episodes in. Um, we got the new episode coming out on Fridays. Obviously, next week we won't be covering the boys. We'll be talking about Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. And then the following yes. week, catch up on the boys and Miss Marvel. Um, are you guys excited? And I want to get everyone to, to weigh in this. Uh, and I know Tone's been waiting for it, that we're getting Herogasm. Okay, you make me sound like a pervert. I wasn't waiting for it. <laughs> wasn't waiting what? I wasn't waiting for it. It I was one of those it I was that I, I knew. the word. What did he just say? It's Herogasm. Herogasm? Oh my god, we're actually getting the episode, episode called Episode six. 6 is titled oh Herogasm. God. No, I yeah. didn't think they were really going to yes, do it. Yes, they said so when they signed up when we got season 3, they said Kripke was like we're adapting Herogasm in season 3. So I don't know how they're going to do it. You uh, showed us what? Oh my I, god! I, yes, I showed you the, the the panels. Yes, it's insane. Oh my god! I, I have no idea what you guys are referring so, to, but I'm gonna pretend to sign. Yes, and so say, I'm ah, thinking. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking of the Doom Patrol Flex Mentalo and him causing all the characters to orgasm. That's what I'm doing right now. No, so no. okay, so in the Alex. comics, in the comics, the way they do it, like it's a it's a spoiler, but it's like it's a it's it's like it, Hero Gasm was a mini series in the boys that kind of arced that bridge two things together because it happens on an island. So in the comics, they create, because Vought controls everything, they create this scenario, this world-ending Avengers-level event where all the superhero teams need to come together to fly into space and save the Earth. That is the spin. When in reality, they go to some secret island and it is non-stop carnal action. Superheroes and superheroes bringing in prostitutes and putting V in them so they don't get killed. And it's just like ridiculousness. Just it's insane. And like the panel panel is showing you this whole uh, to do. So I don't know how they're going to do it here. I don't think they're going to do the Avengers level event. I think it's going to be more about, um, I wouldn't be surprised if hero gasm is like Homelander's birthday bash because of like, like a remake of that or like him taking over and doing something and how they, how they spin it. Um, but it's essentially that a bunch of soups fucking each other. It's insane. <laughs> so it's an orgy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Temptation, it's Temptation with Island with, with Compound V. Yeah, when, when oh, Jones would, the boys have some interesting panels. <laughs> and some stuff yeah. has made it to the show. So we so like let's go back. When we first were like, all right, we're gonna watch the boys. Tony immediately was like, "Bet I love this show. I'm I'm reading the book. Got the book. Sat me and see bass now and showed us shot for shot. Like this was this scene. This was this scene. This was this. Skip ahead a couple of days. A couple a couple more uh, a couple more podcasts later. And he goes, bro. Sit, like he gives me the big brother yeah. sit down. Like <laughs> sit, sit down. And I was like, all right. And he showed. And I'm like. Nah, and it was hero gasm, and it was all like it's nuts. So like, I'm just wondering, are they still gonna do the Soldier Boy? I don't think they're doing that. I don't think they're doing that because Soldier Boy in the boys at that right. time when he was part of Payback was like not Jensen Ankles, right? Like he was 
he was like us. I guess simp is the colloquial term we can all use since you know we're not calling yeah. men bitches anymore. So simp, right? Um, <laughs> right. Um, so simp. Hold on, huh? <laughs> a simp is not a bitch, though. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know, man. I don't. He was a simp for Homelander. I don't know. Okay, don't so know. he's Homelander's bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. I really don't. <laughs> Right, so he was a he, like he was a coward. He, he like there's a whole panel of him pissing himself. So he so he was the deep. Essentially, Yo, he was kind of the Val, deep. Can so, I say I yeah. love you as the newest addition to the team? Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> so, he's, so he's essentially sleeping with Homelander in hopes to become one of the seven. That's what Soldier Boy's doing. I don't. They're doing that with the deep. I feel like they're gonna do it with the deep. Well, deep no well i've heard no, that i don't deep, think homelander would touch the fucking deep i heard fuck his wife so yeah. that's that's it that's what people were yeah, saying right in front of her too, is yeah. that yeah. he's gonna be because you remember how in season two they kept talking he's about gonna him. Cuck him. He's yeah. gonna cuck him. oh no that's that's what everyone on reddit is saying that he's going to cut the deep yep definitely because i don't <laughs> think he would get he finds the deep disgusting yeah. homeland is a dick bro he's like he's a total <laughs> asshole he yeah. He's a guy I hate, but I love. Alive. Yeah, but how do you yeah, think you feel about his friend, though? His wife, of course, his, the wife. Yeah, of course. I I gotta ask this with hero gasm, which is more insane, that or the end of Sausage Party? So Sausage Party was just like so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> It was so <laughs> unnecessary. Like, I remember I watched that with my, we watched, me and my wife were watching it because I remember watching the trailer, we're like, this looks hilarious. And then you watch the movie, like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> and we stopped watching I mean, it. I mean, the very the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, knew yeah. about the orgy, but okay. I did not tell her. And we stopped watching it before then because I just didn't, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I was I one of those unlucky. But then I watched the orgy on a separate day because I just was like, well, it's one of those things you got to watch to watch it. And you watch it and you got the falafel tossing the salad of the freaking naan. And I'm like, what is going on here? I had to witness that and, and I saw it with my brother and we just <laughs> looked at each other and we're like, 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 oh, but like laughing while doing it. Like, oh. We were so, it's so for me, laugh you'll ever, ever. It, yeah. was, it was in a movie theater. It was New Rock City, New Rochelle. A friend, a mutual friend, which Val, you know who he is. Um, He worked at Cablevision. We went with his wife and I went with my wife to go see Sausage Party because he wanted to go see Sausage Party. So we saw it. And then the orgy scene happened. So you could imagine a whole movie theater of a bunch of people just sitting there looking at each other like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> it's quiet. Just like. <laughs> After it ended, it was just, everybody just sat there in shock. It was kind of silent for a minute. Like, did we just witness this together? <laughs> I was like, oh. I will say, though, if I was like Seth Rogen or the writers or anything, I could like, I know what's about to happen and I'm watching the audience. I would have biggest laughs. Well, Seth Rogen is a producer of the yes, boys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure there may be some oh, influence yeah, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I think, man. I think, I think made gonna, falafel. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna toe the line with Hero Gas. I mean, you. It's one of those things where, like, if they didn't talk about it, right? So, like, I remember watching. It's you know not off topic, but I remember when Game of Thrones season one happened. They did they did Comic Con, and the, one of the questions to the guys was, 
hey, what's the one thing you know you made this show? What's the one thing you want to make? And they were like, Red Wedding. They didn't say Red Wedding. They said RW, but it was Red Wedding. And what's you know what one of the best is, episodes. Like, you watch it, and they went full gas, yeah. ga- gas to the ground, pedal to the metal. So they keep talking about the fact that they're doing Herogasm in season three. They titled an episode Herogasm. They can't not go nuts with it now. Like I'm, I'm gonna now pull up this comic book like it, and like I'm it, gonna already, have to read this because it I need to know. It already has mature rating. It already has like all that. Like we've oh, seen yeah, the guys done it. It's season three. Can... It's one of those things where like it's season three. You already signed on for season four. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone loves the show. Yeah, you know, so they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna go for it. Um, which is so projection wise, where are we in the comics versus where we are in the show? So here, guys, is the like comics in the currently middle. running? No, it's it finished. It's finished. finished. You okay. can watch. You can get the whole series. You can get half of it on Comicsology Plus. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You just buy the rest. So it's about halfway. Yeah, Herogasm. <laughs> Herogasm is about halfway through the the series. There's a lot of stuff like they cut out. Like there's a whole book, and when they go to Russia, there's a book about the G-Men. There's a whole thing. They're really just picking and choosing at this point. It's it's you you don't I don't you don't. They are literally two separate entities. Like the the show, some people feel like the show is better than the comic, especially when the comic came out and the tone it was going for. Um, but they are just taking, picking, and choosing uh, what they like about the comic and bringing it in. They're gender flipping or race flipping some of these characters and making it work in a more modern world. So it's really not a one to one. It hasn't been a one to one for pretty much since Huey's girlfriend died. Like that's you know it's very much one to one, right? But um, okay. the very first episode. Yeah, like, but like they really just—it's it, just—it's an influence. So it's very much separate, separate, separate. So like, if you get to the end, how like who Black Noir is in the comic is not going to be who Black Noir is in the show. It's just—it's yeah. not. If what we see is what we're seeing, it's not going to be that. And I think that twist is was crazy in the comic book, but I don't think that twist is going to work for the show, especially the trajectory of the show. There's went. another twist coming with Black Noir. Well, do you know you know the Black Noir twist from I know the comic? The Black Noir twist. Yeah. Oh, you did tell us. Yeah, I told yeah, you yeah, the Black yeah, Noir yeah. twist. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah, tell yeah. you if you don't care. It's, it's comic spoiler. It's comic comic book's been out for a while, so I'll tell you if you want me to tell. Okay, you. I want to know. I want to know. Wait, wait, Brandon, you want to tell nobody? You, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. No, tell nobody what. <laughs> so the, <laughs> just the, the, broadcast live. So the the, the twist is Black Noir is a clone of Homelander. And he's the one who slept with Becca and killed her or raped her. He's the one who raped Becca. Black Noir uh... raped Becca. Like, and Homelander starts to go psychotic because he's like thinking about he gets all the he gets these pictures of things he did, but it wasn't him who did it. It was Black Noir. And it ends up that's kind of what the big twist for Black Noir. He was just a They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. He was a brain dead version clone of of uh, Homelander, who was like a weapon. That's why he never died. Yeah, because at this point. Black Noir is older than Homelander. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. And he's actually black. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's saying again, it's a sad story that they aired for the character, which again, I think it's it's very interesting where they took that character. Um, and if we're going to see him unmask at all this season with the fact that we've seen him already without his mask, but he was a member of payback. Um and he's actually because I was watching um the after show episodes of and I guess I went back into season two after show and it was a different actor in noir suit than who they have and did they showed this season in payback. And now we kind of see 
there's all if you got to see Diabolical, there's an episode in Diabolical where um, mm. when Homelander is introduced I know, and I know he's exactly taken on, and um, when he's introduced, they ha they have him join with Black Noir, and Noir's kind of overshadowing him. He's like, don't let him take over the spotlight, Stillwell. And then he's like, no, I'm on your side. He's kind of manipulating behind the scenes kind of thing. And it was very interesting to see Black Noir in this that light. They He's an underused character that they can do a lot with. Sure. I, feel, I feel like we may get a little bit more Black Noir because he's been very quiet this season, except for that whole thing we saw with Payback. I mean, technically, the character, he's quiet, so. Yeah, and then technically, yeah. But it's like we haven't seen <laughs> much of the character... Um, we get very little of him. Unless and, unless he didn't survive that happening and he actually is the clone and they just made him Black Noir. I don't know. I, I just I don't think the clone stories I, I think that's definitely not something they're gonna they're gonna go with. I think it's it was fun. It was a fun reveal in the comic because I wasn't expecting it. I just don't think for the way the show was going, and I don't know if it's gonna ultimately lead to what the to what the comic book comic book got to. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. essentially with Vought getting to the getting to the White House. And I don't like I know they're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. They're backing uh uh you know they're they're uh, they're backing Bobby and all that. Um but like I don't know what we're gonna well, do. Well did Noir survive the peanut thing that Maeve did? Have we seen yes. him since then? Yeah we saw him. Other than the flashback. Yeah. Yeah, we saw him uh, at the um, at the meeting at the last meeting. Yeah, that's meeting. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. 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 Yeah, if, I mean, if he survived, and it was some, if it's him, anyway. Yeah, but the show has been good. I mean, I can't wait for the next episode this Friday. We well, got before wait. we break though. So, so before we break though, because I know we're almost we're almost at time. What is everyone's thoughts on the whole taking Compound V? Brandon, let's see what you. I I thought it was uh funny how i mean they did it on purpose huey comes in like what are you doing he's like you don't want any part of this huey and he's like come on let me have some he's like no you don't want any part of this this is very much like like drugs like, yeah exactly i, I thought get that some was heroin funny. i want some <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but uh it's it's an interesting thing to add uh one is like oh an, another weapon in their belt basically as well as conflict with them because it's it's clearly changing uh, <laughs> uh what's his face's personality right <laughs> Kimbo uh, changing you missed my whole changing sorry sorry I was just <laughs> no, you're good. Kimbo. <laughs> but it's it's changing both uh Huey and Butcher's personality. So mm -hmm. there's a lot that's going on with that. So there's good and bad with it. I'm 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 liking it. I'm liking seeing where it's going. Yeah, I have a feeling that a lot of like this new batch is not so much that it it um it gives you yeah it doesn't. I don't know if it gives you temp V. I think it gives you less of the reactions that you got from the original batch. Like they cleaned up the batch, but it's still V. It's still gonna give you like it's gonna give you a lingering kind of thing that'll come up later. Or At least that's addiction. what I'm thinking. So, or an addiction. So, so Stan found <laughs> his Walter White for Compound V, basically. Yeah, he, he got the product fixed. Yeah. 
There the we go. He, he, he Breaking Sam. Bad, right? There we go. <laughs> I mean, Stan can also take Temp V and just find a way to kill. I don't him think Stan. Him. I don't think Stan will take it. Stan is not going to take it. He'll manipulate Ten. someone to take it. He's yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Stan is like, you know, I'm not going to poison my body with that shit. I'll just get someone else to do it. And it's, it's. Yeah. I just, I, I died laughing when um Huey's talking to Butcher, and then Butcher just like all up in his face. I'm like, oh. Gross. That was what so the gross. Fuck? I'm not the biggest fan of vomit, but that was gross. Yeah. No, it's it's I'm I'm happy they finally did it because essentially in the comic they are they're all on V. Uh, like, boys? Yeah, they have to 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 fight to to fight the soups yeah. they have to be. So yeah. it's like from the jump, they're on V. Um and even in uh the way Huey kills that kills that guy in the episode, he kills his first soup. I believe he kills his first soup uh, that way as well by punching through him. Um, mm. But yeah, no, they're all on V. It's how they fight the soups and how they kill them. And it's uh, temp V or like. Yeah, it's it's so the way they do it in the comics is and I think they I don't know if they touched on here, but to have it have permanent powers, you need to have it as a child and it gets ingrained in you. If an adult who never had V takes it, it's temporary. So you take it like a sup, you take it like a steroid. Got it. So that's what. So like, and so, and then when A train, A train was taking it consistently because he stopped. He wasn't as fast because you know he wasn't training. He couldn't get it up. Yeah, that that dumb fuck. So that's what was happening. Uh, Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, he's doing it because he wants to feel like a man because he can't open jaws. (laughs) Right, school shooter energy. Oh my god. Fucking Kimbo, love Kimbo. That's, that's music energy. Um, <laughs> some of those tonight. Um, anyway. Sorry, sorry. Um, LDE, right? <laughs> oh my god! It's I, right, I, truck with the truck nuts. I, I'm, I'm very excited for whatever's left of this season. Yeah. And to think we're only halfway through like the entire book series, like the the comic one. Holy There's shit! There's a lot to come down. I, I I am loving so so where I stand with the boys. I'm loving it for the fact that this is like because again we know Marvel's been dominating the superhero scene. We know DC's trying because <laughs> musical. Um, I love the fact that these are alternate sources that we're seeing of characters because we have the boys. We have Umbrella Academy coming out. Um. Mercury Rising tried, but I'm sorry the boys kicked its ass because Mercury Rising was trying to be its own version of a thing, but it just couldn't. I didn't even um, bother to watch it. Yeah, it's don't. Um, but as far as it goes, I'm I'm loving the boys because it's it's definitely taking the superhero tropes that we all have come known to love, and it's definitely flipping it on its ass and asking a lot of those like using. The boys is doing stuff that comics also use, like definitely still and used to do, where they use political commentary in there as well. And you're seeing a lot of that in there, especially when it's like, you know, when Atrian's brother was told him, like, use your platform, talk about like this here, we just did the whole curb stomp thing. We're seeing it with Homelander, we've seen it with the, the Third Reich and all that. And it's just, again, and, and I was talking with Rick Burlow, shout out to Rick um, earlier. It's like they're really capturing a happy medium between using the source material and telling their own story. And they're making fans happy. It gives you very little room to complain about anything about the series. And if you're complaining, I'm like, I don't know what you're complaining about. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But you're entitled to your opinion. There you go. But other than that, it's like it's been doing very good. It's the same thing that I can complain about with Miss Marvel. Allow, yeah. They can complain. It's just does it make, make it any worse? No, it makes it good. 
it, just go watch the, I told people who complained, just go watch um Joker 2 the musical. Um Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, we did. We, yeah. sure we, we did. gotta give credit to Brandon. He touched up on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we Kimbo, you came in late, brother. Go watch it on demand. Learn about Brenda's comic, brother. Yes. Learn about it in the beginning. Then we talk about Miss Marvel, and then we talk about the boys. And Brendan touched up on that on the Carly Jenner thing. But it's been a great episode, guys. I, uh, Brandon, we want to thank Jenner. you. On. One of them. It don't we, matter. we don't care. Don't <laughs> I mean, I care. <laughs> it okay, whatever. Val, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't give two shits. About <laughs> I was gonna say, like, come on. I don't give two shits about those bitches. But anyway. <laughs> But guys, just to let you know, so next week we're going to be covering um, the next two episodes of Obi Wan. You want to know what you would care if they played a Sony Marvel superhero? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so this has been an ongoing day. I probably would be upset about that. Um... <laughs> listen, listen, listen! I'm upset about Sony for different things because they want to bring like um, what was it, Spider Man back to theaters with deleted scenes. I'm like, why? Why? Just release the fucking DVD. Just they, leave it alone, they, fucking they Tony. Did, they did release the DVD. <laughs> They did release the scene. Now they're like, oh, we're going to bring it back to theaters with deleted scenes. I'm like, all right, we got to wrap. It's over anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway here's, here's some plugs. So this will be hype man energy. Um, so guys, who you're watching today right now, our guest today was Brandon. Brandon um, did a great comic that, again, has two successful Kickstarters. The third Kickstarter is on its way. Uh, please check out um, the Hangman Gallows, um, the Gallo Man. Please check it out. The links is in the description. Brandon did an awesome job with this comic. We were talking about the boys. We were talking about Miss Marvel. And again, go back in the beginning of the episode to learn more about the Galloman and learn more about Brandon. Um, again, awesome prayer, Brandan. We want to thank you for coming on and sharing the Galloman with us. Anytime you're more than welcome, always come back. Um, also, too, next week, we are talking about Obi-Wan. And we are talking about Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Yes. So, oh, Obi-Wan. So and good. then we're going to Stranger Things. Who will be joining us next week is the returning of the one, the only Mighty Pong, whose show we're going to invade, where VMAC will put together Optimus Prime, the Lego edition. And also, to Maria um, Calcaterra will be on with us with that show. Lego Oh, yeah, they do. There you go. Sponsorship. <laughs> um, make sure you're following the Patreon for Sebastian Bonet for Bonet Studios because, again, new stuff is dropping every Tuesday. Make sure you're following Lost Twitch and make sure you're checking out the Medusa's Cascade. So there we go. Did I do a good job tonight, guys? You sounded like Homelander looking for gratification, guys. Oh, Come on now. No. I'm going to give my best Homelander impression. Come on, guys. <laughs> You did amazing. You did amazing. Good job. Good the one job. Good job, buddy. Good amazing. Choke my ego. There we go. There you go. Anyway, yeah. And shout out to Kimbo. Make sure you guys are following Kimbo. Kimbo yes. is also doing some awesome art. So make sure you're following Kimbo. Again, Kimbo, thank you for joining us. But again, thank you for coming on, Brandon. And so again, we look forward to seeing you guys every Tuesday. This has been your boy Sebastian. Anybody tone from across the hall with me, Mac. Um, I, I messed up. I wasn't still working attention. on it. Damn still it. Still I'm working on it. Still working on it. Still working on it. Workshop. Beautiful. I, don't have, I need a catchphrase. I need a catchphrase. <laughs> it's coming. I'm don't the worry. Last one. We'll workshop it. We'll come, workshop. It will come yeah, naturally. Don't worry. It's Morbin time. There you go. No. 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 No.